Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. It is Friday, December 9, and I hope you have your Christmas shopping done or... In my case, or many of your cases, I hope you've started it, or at least started thinking about it. <laughs> Chris, how about you? All right, I'm going to guess you're a do-it-ahead-of-time kind of guy. Yeah, uh, very much so. But um, you know, Heather and I just try to our Christmas gifts to each other is you know spending time to with one another. You're so you know, pure. <laughs> you make me. Sick. I don't know about that, but. <laughs> Just because, like, you know, or we're more appreciative, I guess, of, because Christmas always feels for us like it's such a set giving time. Like, mm. we like the more surprise gifts, I guess. Like, oh, hey, well, we knew, like, my parents one time were like, they we, we knew they needed a pan for cooking stir fry. Mm-hmm. So we mailed them a pan. They're like, what is this for? It's a gift. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Those, we appre- those are the kind of gifts, I think. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do that for each other kind of nice. throughout the year. Hey, I heard, though, that there's going to be a new facet of gift giving between the two of you this Christmas. Uh-oh. It's going to be a new element. Oh, uh, I think I know where you're headed. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Now, is this something that Heather's going to do for you or something you're going to do for she, each other? She's going to do it for me. Okay. And I think... I'm supposed – I need to take it seriously, number one. <laughs> okay. Um, I think she's going to get the most joy out of planning it. Uh-huh. Can I say what it is? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a treasure hunt? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Just around the house. Nothing crazy. Oh. Nothing crazy like, you know, you and your brother had to do. Okay. Yeah. I it, thought she was going to send you all over it's town. It's limited. Okay. I think it's going to take – Well, let me warn you. It's going to grow over the years. Oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> I think I th- she's thinking it's going to probably take a few hours. So she's making it hard and confusing for me. So she's coming up with clues. and Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. I look forward to hearing more about oh, that. Oh, I'm sure after, it'll, she'll be quite the tale. After it happens. <laughs> well, today for this last Bible passage that we're going to read together, uh, Chris, before Chris reads it, he came with this kind of cool graph that talks about different types of translations. And uh, Chris, share yeah. with us. Yeah. So, uh, like for this podcast, I, I was, I remember, I, I've known about the message for quite some time, and that's kind of the category paraphrasing uh, the Bible. And I know I forget who it was, but someone told me before about sort of the different categories of translations yeah. that exist. So I went online and was looking around. Uh-huh. And you've got word for word, like meaning for meaning, thought for thought, and paraphrase. So the message is a paraphrase. Uh, thought for thought uh, would be like the NIV. Um, meaning for meeting is a new one I ran into I've got here called God's Word Translation. And then word for word is something like your King James or New King James version. Or the NASB or the ESV. Yeah. Okay. Good. So a meaning for meaning, what does that mean? That uh, a translation 
such as God's word, it says here, is a meaning for meaning translation. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's not going to be like direct translation from your Hebrew or Greek. Right. So that's not word for word. Thought for thought, I think it's going to be more like you're, okay, you're taking the big ideas and you're bringing them in. Meaning for meaning, I think it's somewhere kind of in between. Uh-huh. In my mind, it's almost like, okay, you're maybe taking the sentence or taking the phrase and putting the se- writing it in modern language with mm-hmm. the same meaning. Mm-hmm. But you're not going so far as to paraphrase it like the, the yeah. message does it, where you right. retell it with a completely different language. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I know in the message I've seen references to like modern things before, like skyscrapers i think i saw in there once and mm-hmm. like, well, that was definitely not <laughs> right <laughs> and like they, i was took a liberty there right <laughs> and like i was telling you before when we weren't recording betsy and i were reading when uh the people in nazareth wanted to throw him off a cliff and the message says but jesus gave him the slip and the slip <laughs> <laughs> we laughed right out loud we're like who uses that phrase anymore yeah. but anyway uh, well, good. So are you going to read today's passage in this? We'll do it in God's word. It sounds funny that, that it's God's word yeah. and they call it God's, God's word. God's word, yeah. And the passage is Hebrews chapter 1, 1 to 14, another yeah. big Jesus passage. Uh, yep, here we go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> in the past, God spoke to our ancestors at many different times and in many different ways through the prophets. In these last days, he has spoken to us through his son. God made his son responsible for everything. His son is the one through whom God made the universe. His son is a reflection of God's glory and the exact likeness of God's being. He holds everything together through his powerful words. After he cleansed people from their sins, he now holds the honored position, the one next to the majestic God, the Father, on the heavenly throne. The Son has become greater than the angels since he has been given a name that is superior to theirs. God never said to any any of his angels, You are my Son. Today I have become your Father. And God never said to any of his angels, I will be his Father and he will be my Son. And when God was about to send his firstborn Son into the world, he said, All of God's angels must worship him. God said about the angels, He makes his messengers winds. He makes his servant flames of fire. But God say about about his son, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter in your kingdom is a scepter for justice. You have loved what is right and hated what is wrong. That is why God, your God, anointed you rather than your companions with the oil of joy. God also said, Lord, in the beginning you laid the foundation of earth. With your own hands you made the heavens. They will come to an end, but you will live forever. They will all wear out like clothes. They will be taken off like a coat. You will change them like clothes, but you will remain the same, and your life will never end. But God never said to any of the angels, Take the honored position, the one next to me on the heavenly throne, until I put your enemies under your control. What are all the angels? They are spirits sent to serve those who are going to receive salvation. Man, there's a lot there. Yeah. Whew. So out of all that, what jumps out to you, Chris, in terms of what we learn about God 
what we learn about ourselves? Well, I mean, we're, he's basically saying God is his son. You know, they're one and the same. Nothing, including the angels, nothing comes before God. Hmm. And it's interesting, this back and forth of what he says to the angels, what he doesn't say to the angels, what he says to the son, what he doesn't say to the son. And I think that's really uh, the summary of all of this is, you know, yeah, God. It's big Jesus again. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, verse 3 in the NIV says, the sun is the radiance of God's glory. Mm-hmm in the exact representation of his being. I love that. That's good. And it's a little bit mysterious to me because, you know, the father is up in heaven while Jesus is down on earth. To say that Jesus, the son, is the exact representation of his being, I don't fully understand what that means, Mm -hmm. but... Because there are differences between the Father and the Son, but it must be saying that their essence, like their their mm-hmm. personalities, are very similar. Their um, their nature is similar. Not only similar, but like identical. Yeah, I mean, it gets into that in verse eight, where you know it says, "God said to His Son, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever." It's it feels one of my I, one of my thoughts there is like well it sounds like he's talking to himself <laughs> right well he is, <laughs> he is talking to himself <laughs> right because <laughs> the son is the father and the father is his son right oof yeah it's it's the mystery of the Trinity mm-hmm. yep have you ever seen the shack the movie the shack or read the book the shack I don't think so okay yeah this is about eight or ten years ago when the movie came out, and maybe a little longer than that. But there's this scene where the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are in the kitchen, and they're all talking together. The Father's represented by uh, a black woman. Okay. The Son is, you know, he's wearing overalls, and he looks, you know, like a kind of a just a cool dude. Yeah. And the Spirit is this Asian woman, and... Uh, but it's so amazing to see the three of them talking to one another and they're all honoring each other. And I mean, obviously this is one writer and director's view of the Mm -hmm. whole thing, but I think there's something really true about how the father loves the son and the son loves the spirit and the spirit loves the father. Like it's this perfect communion you know, these three personalities here. And and somehow they are the, act, the exact representation of one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, fi- I find myself sometimes probably thinking too much about that. Yeah. And trying to figure it out. Oh, don't go there. No, do not go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, I mean, it, it just leaves, you can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. You just have to believe. I mean, trust God. Trust God and believe. That seems to be our 
That's the, our theme this week. Yep, that is definitely the theme. Well, one thing that I pulled out from this passage about humanity is that we, it says we are inheriting salvation. Mm. That just as Christ is the heir of all things from the Father, as child, children of God who have, who have chosen to believe and put our faith that we also are co-heirs mm-hmm. of all these things. True. Uh, I thought it was very interesting too because this is kind of uh, in some ways defining what angels are and what they aren't Hmm. and at the very end it's just like by the way the angels are there to help Hmm. yeah are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who Mm -hmm. inherit salvation Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and that includes you and me, Chris. Yep. I mean, if if we're going to inherit salvation, there are ministering spirits sent to serve us. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they do it. Uh, I'm sure they have all kinds of disguises. I think, or not. <laughs> I think my, my angels work overtime just to keep me alive. Because <laughs> I do so many dumb things. Like, <laughs> uh, oh. Make sure Dwight doesn't trip down the stairs again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, I talk to my coworkers sometimes, and it's like you hear some of the stories from your childhoods, and you're just like, there is absolutely no reason why I should be alive today. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there must be a lot of angels out there, because I feel like almost everyone has a story like that. We're right. like, oh, yeah, I almost died this time. Like, right. Yeah, they're, they're watching out for you. Yeah. Amy Grant had a song called Angels Watching Over Me mm-hmm. uh, off her first big album, Age to Age. That really opened my, my mind and imagination to the role of angels. Well, I think, I think we're done. Wow. Cool. This has been fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming in and taking time off your, I know this is your busy season at Gentex. It's all good. It's all good. And uh, so appreciate you and your wife, Heather, and and uh, thanks all you listeners who are tuning in. Mm-hmm. And if you have any, I know we say this in the outro, but I'll just say it again. If you have any thoughts or uh, questions or things that you'd love to contribute to uh, these conversations, email us at, at what is it? Info at victorypoint.org, I believe. that sounds right listen to the outro (laughs) I say it better there (laughs) okay all right God bless you all happy advent Mm -hmm. and we will talk to you soon bye well thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast we hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.